The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL to win up to 20 times your entry in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network home of the hottest, smartest, and fastest-growing sports gambling and fantasy football providers in professional sports entertainment to date. And now, without any further delay, here's your veteran, infamous No Dirty O in season and senior IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary, the IDP tipster, coming off the edge as always with their deepest standard league NFL defensive takes. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined this week, just like every week, with the senior IDP analyst for the SGPN Network, the man, the myth, the legend, the IDP tipster, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, how did uh, week four treat you, sir? My Jonathan Taylor shares, my Joe Burrow shares, or what's that piece of Tony and Casey? I don't know, brother. My best guy I got going on an offense right now, believe it or not, is probably uh, Henry Hunter or whatever the dude tied in. I picked up off the waiver wire early, man. It's about the only thing I got going there. Yeah, it's been brutal. It has been a brutal start to the season, no doubt. We, we've got injuries everywhere. we got inconsistency all over the place. It's definitely a mess, but we're going to do our best anyway to at least get you figured out defensively. Real quick, I want to remind everybody, hey, it's uh, October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You know, do your thing. I I got a link I could send you and ask you to go and check me out at IDPTipster on Twitter and follow that link. But I really don't give a shit if you use that nonprofit link or if you use any nonprofit link or whatever you want to do to help support breast cancer this month. I don't think there are a lot of people that actually realize that even the survivors, they go through a lot. For the rest of their lives. Not every one of them, but a lot of them do. I just happen to be married to a very lovely lady that, uh, yeah, she's battling this month in, month out. So please go help, support, do whatever you could do. I really would appreciate it. Absolutely. I second that motion. That is one of the causes that we really lean into here, no doubt. You know, you got all the leagues you did in the offseason, um, the best balls you did in the offseason. Uh, so, yeah, you dude, you do your part, no doubt. So, uh, yeah, help us out, people. This is a great cause. Before we get started, just want to mention that we are getting our snaps from the IDP Guys Snap Tool over at idpguys.org. Uh, and Gary's been doing some work on some consistency charts. Maybe you just want to mention that real quick before we kick off here. Actually, man, it's not my consistency charts. I'm just jumping in. Philip Caldwell over, uh, he's over at fantasy football face off, man. He just released these things. And I just happened to be on that inner circle with him where I was able to chat it up and get the first looks with it. I believe I sucked you into that chat too there, John. And I'm just excited to see these out there and they're available for free. So 
Go check those out. You can check them. I think it's uh, at Dumpster Dive FF on the X and uh, follow his content. He's got some really cool tools. So lots of good stuff from that side of things this week. Let's have a look back at week four, and we'll get you all set up here for week five. Uh, we're going to start with the Thursday night game last week, Detroit-Green Bay. Pretty good game, back and forth affair. Uh, starting on the Lions side of things, Kirby Joseph was inactive, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is done for the season. With that in mind, we got full Tracy Walker this week, 100% of snaps. Uh, Branch was at 70%. I think he was dinged for a few plays. Will Harris, 25%. No real waiver wire moves there. At linebacker, no changes. Anzalone, 100%. Derek Barnes, 74%. Jack Campbell, up to 61%, up a little bit. At defensive line, Aiden Hutchinson, 95%. Chris Harris, uh, 67%. Anything on the Lions that stood out to you, Gary? Yeah, actually, did you notice, man, we actually got a little bit of a play developing in deeper formats. I think uh, there's, uh, well, Harris. We got Harris. He kind of coming out and uh, on the opposite side of Hutchison. But the interior defensive line, um, Alim McNeil, A-L-I-M McNeil, he's been putting a little bit of a dent. He's got some consistency. <clears throat> Go check that out. But either way, he's got a nice, solid matchup coming up against Carolina this week. And that could be interesting as somebody leading a D-Gen defensive tackle play just to make sure that you fill the box score with something. But the nice thing about it, then he follows it up with week six with a uh, strong one against Tampa Bay. If you get what you wanted out of him the first week, he's probably really going to get it the second week. And my apologies, Charles Harris. I'm thinking Chris Harris is an old football cornerback. Charles Harris on the defensive line. And great call on Aliyah McNeil there. I've got him in all 22. He actually has pretty decent PFF scores. All right, let's look at the Packers here. So model of consistency and normality. At safety, uh, Rudy Ford, 100%. Savage, 100%. We're looking good there. Quay Walker, 100% at linebacker. We knew Devondre Campbell was going to be out this week. We knew Isaiah McDuffie was going to be the replacement. McDuffie played 61% of snaps. That continues to be an option if Campbell's out. On the defensive line, Kenny Clark, 67% of snaps. Rashawn Gary down to 27% and Van Ness up to 49%. I'm not too worried, man. I think this was just game script. Detroit ran it down their goddamn throats. There wasn't much need for a pass rush. If you don't have to, why should you? I mean, it's pretty simple. And I'll be darned if that uh, Wyatt guy that plays across from Kenny Clark, he actually got the numbers again this week after making a full out of me last week. So just another guy. Just keep an eye on this kid. And it's the same kind of thing with McNeil. He's actually got some decent little numbers going on. Right. And these are the type of guys we're going to need here soon. The bye weeks are starting this week. So you're going to need one-week guys, two-week guys, injury replacement guys, bye-week guys. So, yeah, good call mentioning guys like this right now. Let's head on over to Falcons and Jags, the London game. And starting with the Falcons, Richie Grant, 100% of snaps at safety. Jesse Bates, 100%. That's normal. Uh, at linebacker, Caden Ellis, 100%. Troy Anderson sent to IR, done for the season. Nate Landman is the direct replacement, played 82% of snaps. That is and will continue to be a waiver wire linebacker for you if you need it. Defensive line, normal for Atlanta. Any thoughts on Landman? Any interest there? I got him. He's playing the snaps and he's producing, so he's got to be in there to stop the run while Ellis is running around. Definitely got to get a hold of this guy. If, you know, you, you need a fill and he's producing. My best one was Travon Walker. Oh, yeah, I ran to the DraftKings 
had to see what that matchup was going to be like. And Travon Walker, he got a sack, paid triple. Nice. Yeah, that was a good call. You were probably thinking that that, uh, Atlanta would be a negative game script, which they were. They had to throw a lot more than they like to. And, yeah, they got the shit sacked out of them. Allen had three. Walker had one. Just a dumpster fire day for the Falcons. And both Allen and Walker are looking okay, 76 and 74% of snaps, respectively. And then the other guys we care about, Foyer, 100% 100% of snaps at linebacker. Muma in for Devin Lloyd, who I think broke his hand and will be out for a while. 98% of snaps. He wasn't getting replaced, Gary. We were both worried about that. It was an injury to Lloyd. And then Jenkins uh, at safety, 97%. Cisco, 83 Any thoughts on Muma while uh, Lloyd is out? Yeah, you should get another great week out of him. I'm pretty sure he's got a solid, a strong matchup coming up here. Either way, they're kind of productive by default in most matchups down there anyhow with that interior or with that inside linebackers but yeah uh the last i seen i think it was two games that lloyd was going to miss so he's at least going to be out for this one you can lock and load that one yep yep absolutely take advantage while you can plus we got a ton of teams on buys uh this week so you may need a guy anything else from uh falcons or jacks uh the only thing that came to mind is i was getting ready to remember thinking to myself that how the Falcons weren't letting a lot of production off the edge to start the season. But I kind of had a feeling that was bullshit because for like the last three years, unfortunately, looking at these damn things, they're always a top 10 for the last three years, allowing a production off the edge. So Javon Walker to me, as soon as I seen that, man, that was a no brainer. Uh, Josh Allen, I think he had a little bit less of a uh, spread on him. Yeah, price is half the battle, right? If uh, if it was Josh Allen, you know, minus 150, that's not going to pay out well. And Walker was in a good spot, like you said. That's good stuff. We're also brought to you by Game Time. You ever been stressed out trying to buy tickets, trying to get them at the last minute, hunting down, looking for the best price, competing with other buyers for a popular event? Well, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Game Time offers flash deals on last-minute tickets, easy-to-find-and-buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, images of the seat views, a low-price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection. Forget planning months in advance, Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Snag the tickets without the stress using Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Ever notice these days how things have changed with sports entertainment? Suddenly everyone is edgy and they don't mind offending people with offensive words. It's everywhere podcasts, to radio, to primetime TV. All I want are NFL defensive player reports, maybe a quick update on the best streaming corners, and yet I have to hear about the dirty O. That's right, offensive player discussions and hot takes blocking my path to the sweet, sweet defensive information I need. Bullshit. That was until I found the IDP Pro Players Podcast. And now, unless the IDP Pro's John or Gary mess up, Uh I know I'm not going to be offended by their no dirty O approach. So take my word for it. Catch the Sports Gambling IDP Pro Player Podcast every week and leave the dirty O behind. So if you or someone you know has an IDP degenerate problem, that's terrific. And the fantasy move to make is to go follow a couple of the best veterans in the fantasy football industry. 
That was on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P, R O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Pod. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to Miami Buffalo, where the Bills asserted their dominance as the best team in the AFC East this week. Starting with the Dolphins, we had Deshaun Elliott inactive at safety. Brandon Jones was the direct replacement, played 100% of snaps. That's a short-term waiver wire move if you need it, if Elliott's inactive again. Javon Holland, 95% of snaps, got to rest a little bit when this game was over. David Longdong, 93% of snaps as the lead linebacker, inside linebacker. Bradley Chubb, 83% of snaps on edge. Jalen Phillips, inactive. Van Stinkle, 76% of snaps at edge. Zeeler and Wilkins, two guys we love on the interior, 74 and 72% of snaps. Jerome Baker, inside linebacker, 76% of snaps. It's just kind of all over the place like normal. I actually put this in a waiver wire warning about this, about David Long, because he's likely to come in and get like 35%, 45% of the snaps next week. This is just enough to screw up consistency for both Baker and Long and everybody involved. So just like we was throwing red flags out, as much as we wanted to see David Long go in there and just, you know, take over, we're right where we were for the last couple of years. Doesn't work like that in Miami. They don't stick to one guy, unfortunately. So yeah, good call. Buyer beware. Looking at the Bills here, so Poyer was inactive this week due to injury. Taylor Rapp got the start at safety for him, 100% of snaps. Micah Hyde, other safety, 100% of snaps. Linebacker, normal. Terrell Bernard, Matt Milano, 100% of snaps. D-line, normal. Didn't see anything outside the normal rotation. Anything on the Bills? Make sure that if you got a hold of Rapp or if you know where Rapp's at, just keep him on your dynasty list because he was originally hired to replace Poyer an employer decided to return. So Rap might have a nice future. That free safety position or either for safety position for Buffalo can uh, be productive. Right. And and everyone was uh, scrambling to get to DeMar Hamlin. And, the, you know, people forgot that Rap came in there in the offseason and is a far better player and a, and a veteran and a guy that's done it before. We didn't forget. But, hey, when it comes to Denny Hamlin, when he came back, I mean, he's such a great story and everything. He was a good player last year. But, I mean, it's kind of an awkward situation, wouldn't you think? It is. It is. I I don't think they'd, you know, put him back in for fear, for one thing. And he's just not, you know, rap is just a better safety. So that's the other thing. Looking pretty good in Buffalo, Miami. Let's move on to Vikings, Panthers. We'll start with Minnesota. Cam Bynum at safety, 100% of snaps. Harrison Smith, 100% of snaps. Normal, normal. At linebacker, uh, Jordan Hicks, 96%. That's normal. Ivan Pace down to 51%. That's not a huge chunk that he went down. That's normal. Daniil Hunter, 78% of snaps. Normal. Uh, DJ Wanham and Marcus Davenport, both 62% of snaps. It's slightly interesting. Harrison Phillips, 68%. Any thoughts on the Vikings here? Uh, Man, Pace sure kind of fell off after the big production, so that's been a downer for quite a few people. He just barely passed the rolling waiver wire with three weeks. I mean, you can only give him such a good grade, so barely passed is the best I had. For him, because considering the matchups and such, I mean, he's got a really bright future. So don't get down on this kid. And I mean, he's direct back up to Hicks. Yep the the future is coming for Pace. Absolutely, I'm with you on that. All right, let's look at Carolina. So Luvu, after being iffy all week, was able to play. He did not have as much of an impact as he normally does. I still think he's a little dinged up, but he did get in for 100 percent of snaps. Von Bell also 100 percent of snaps. 
Xavier Woods inactive. Sam Franklin was the direct replacement, 98% of snaps. A couple weird ones here. So with all that in the secondary, not to mention J.C. Horn done for the year, C.J. Henderson, I believe, was inactive or at the very minimum was injured last week and left the game early. So a shattered, just screwed up secondary. Jeremy Chin, 65% of snaps. That's the first weird thing. I have to actually look and see where he was playing on the field. I'm wondering if that's how come they had Deion Jones inactive and Cruzier Hill only seen like 29% of the snaps. With the secretary and Sam Franklin, if you don't know much about this kid, hey, look him up. I'll tell you, the kid has filled in quite a few times over the last few years. I'm surprised they've not gave him part of the rings to begin with. He has been better than like Justin Burst and some of these guys they've ran through. So this is a little bit shocking, but I wouldn't get Jason Franklin knowing that Woods might be right back in the deal. Yeah, so keep an eye on that. Franklin only has value if Woods is inactive. And then the other thing, you mentioned it, very weird shit here. So Deion Jones inactive, healthy scratch, I believe. I don't remember him being injured. No, he was he was just uh, benched, man. He was, he was taken out of the cycle. Right, right. So healthy scratch, Deion Jones, Shaq Thompson gone for the season, Luvu questionable all week. You know, we weren't sure he was going to play. With all that being said, Camus Grugier Hill only logs 29% of snaps. That's That's got to be a huge red flag there, man. I'm blasting his ass out the airlock. Oh, yeah, definitely. But you know who I'm really interested in now? Because of the situation, if Luvu is going to go in, I think we might have mentioned this or I might have talked about it on Sunday IDP Live. When it come to Luvu, I was a little bit concerned. So, he is their main inside linebacker that can rush and do everything. Are they now needing him to stay more inside? Because what's that guy's name? Mattis? Because I have him on my waiver wire as a definite guy to get on your on your roster. He's got a solid matchup this week. Yetter Gross Mattis. Oh, former yeah. like four, second round, maybe third round for two, three years ago. All of a sudden, he's had a couple of good weeks. So, I mean, if this is part of a change, maybe he's uh, got a chance here to stay in some more packages, see some more snaps, and keep producing. We're going to have to keep an eye on this, no doubt. So a couple weird situations in uh, Carolina this week. Defensive line looked okay. Burns, 90% of snaps. Derek Brown, 79. Justin Houston, 38. But, uh, yeah, a couple weird ones there. Yeah, it was just I don't know what happened. It's like this is a different defense from day one almost. Kind of. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, let's move on to Denver, Chicago. We're going to start with the Denver side of things. So Drew, uh, Drew Sanders got the start in place of the injured Josie Jewell, played 79% of snaps. Uh, decent day for the rookie. That's your direct replacement if Jewell continues to be out. Alex Singleton got the bump with Jewel out, up to 100% of snaps, so that looks good. Justin Simmons missed another game, which is exceedingly rare, but has happened. Turner-Yell was the replacement, so that's your waiver move if you need a safety dependent on that. Uh, Kareem Jackson, 90% of snaps. Pass rush looked normal. Any thoughts on Denver this week? Seems like status quo, really. I do like Cooper. They had a hell of a game last week. We were suggesting John, uh, yeah, Jonathan Cooper. He lit it up, and so did his buddy. I kept pronouncing the name wrong. I'm going to oh, uh, uh, Benito, Benito. Thank you, sir. So, yeah, be- beyond that uh, jewel injury and Simmons, you know, being a little dinged up, Denver's looking pretty good. Go ahead and hold on to those two because I'm ninety percent sure they got another strong matchup this week. 
Heading over to Chicago, Brisker, 100% of snaps at safety. That looks good. Uh, Eddie Skidmarks Jackson was inactive again this week. Elijah Hicks played 100% of snaps at safety for him. We've seen that before, so that's something we've recommended before if you need a waiver safety. Uh, at linebacker, TJ Edwards, 100% of snaps. Tremaine Edmonds, 100% of snaps. Looking good there. At the defensive line, what they at least call a defensive line in Chicago, Yannick Ngakwe, 85% of snaps. A bunch of guys I've never heard of. Played some snaps as well, I'm sure. Uh, and Jack Sanborn, up to 65% of snaps as a third linebacker. Gary, have we gone back in time to the 1980s? What is going on with that? First thing I'm going to snip out is, well, Edwards and Edmonds have been fluctuating. Neither of them has been 100% guys. And then all of a sudden, Sanborn's up too. So I'm thinking game script, but man. Keep Sanborn out there. There's no reason not to. It's not like they have a real good pass rush, so they should be sending the shit out of him. Yeah, it's definitely giving him some value. If he can stay up around 65%, he could be a uh, deep league waiver wire guy for a week or two or a bye week guy. Uh, anything else on Denver or Chicago? Well, just a little bit more on Sanborn. Just think, I don't know. Uh, I wonder who has the first out in their contract, Edmonds or Edwards at linebacker. That's true. Something to keep an eye on for Dynasty. Before we move on to Baltimore and Cleveland, we just want to mention, please go to the SGPN merch store and use the promo code SECRETBONUS for 20% off this week. You didn't hear that from us, but secret bonus for 20% off. Oh, yeah. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your entry in a single game by going 5 for 5. From now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to $500. They're also giving away $100,000 each Sunday on Underdog Fantasy. With a total of $2 million in prizes all season long, 100 k in prizes each week, 10 k to 10 people each week, and a new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. My favorite underdog play for this week is for Dak Prescott to throw an interception against the San Francisco 49ers. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up using the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. What good is football content if it doesn't cover both sides of the ball? The SGPN IDP pros have you covered on defense, but we have more to offer than just IDP. Check out our flagship podcast, the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast with Emerson Beery and Justin Bruni. Follow that up with a chaser of old-fashioned football with your hosts, Justin and Miranda Mark. All of the SGPN podcasts pride themselves on their actionable content. They bring the research and analysis you need to win. So help support SGPN and download the SGPN app and catch all of our premium football content. Make sure you're checking out at SGPN Football Doc, our own Sebastian Fearon, for all these injury updates that we've been talking about so far this week and every other week. The guy knows his stuff. I'm, I'm not a big injury guru guy, but I, I freaking love Sebastian, man. He breaks things down in, in ways you can understand and gives you good information and good expectations. 
Why do you think he is the now the main host of the Sunday IDP live revival on the Face Off YouTube every Sunday, folks, noon Eastern? What are you guys? Let's move on to Baltimore and Cleveland. We'll start with the Ravens. So Marcus Williams is close to return. I believe he was able to practice last week, but they did declare him inactive at the last minute. So what I'm about to say, take it with a grain of salt because this safety situation is about to be screwed up when he returns. This week, though, Geno Stone, Brandon Stevens, and Kyle Hamilton all played 100% of snaps. Someone's going to get screwed out of that when Marcus Williams returns. We'll figure that out when it happens. At linebacker, these guys got to rest. It was a blowout. Patrick Queen, 91%. Roquan Smith, 87%. Don't worry about that. They'll be fine. On the defensive line, Clowney, 57%. Justin Matabukaki, 57%. Uh, Normal otherwise. Anything on Baltimore. (laughs) Poor David Obajobi. Wasn't he the one that just came off of like IR last year or is that the other one? I don't know. They got like two former first rounders or second rounders that just can't get on the field. I think they're deciding if he's just done for the season at the moment. It just that that's kind of sad. When it comes to that safety situation, man, if I'm a betting person, you know who's going to get screwed. It probably should not get screwed, and that's probably uh, Geno Stone. Yeah, he should not. His PFF score is great, but you're right. He's the, he's the direct replacement. He's the guy that probably will get screwed. But it, it's he's got a blue all twenty two score, Gary. Like that's really good. I know. I, I don't I don't get it, but, you know, it's how shit works. He was brought in to be a backup, and that's what he's getting paid to do. Buyer beware. If you got Stevens or Stone, more likely Stone, uh, those snaps could disappear when Williams comes back. Speaking of that, I'm pretty sure Marcus Williams got paid big to come to Baltimore. Wasn't that big news? Right? Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Stone. Yeah, he's playing, no doubt. All right, on the Cleveland side of things, we're looking good. Everyone got a little bit of rest. Once again, this was a blowout. So Grant Delpit won Thornhill, both 97%. That's fine. Linebacker is still a dumpster fire. Jeremiah Uusukoromoa, 79%. Anthony Walker, 71%. Taki Taki, 53%. On defensive line, Miles Garrett, another sack, another good day, 79% of snaps. Zedarius Smith, 59% of snaps. Garrett got dinged again, I think, but I don't remember it being anything serious. Anything on the Browns that stood out for you? I was just looking up Jadarius Smith because I don't think he's having that great of a season, right? And I was noticing that he's splitting this. Uh, oh, with Okara Wankwo. I think a lot of people are going to see his uh, numbers from last week. Don't go chasing rainbows. He ain't got a good matchup this week. I can tell you that much because he would. there was a reason he didn't make my uh, rolling waiver wire. Got to have a solid matchup to get on there. So, last two games, three assists. So, park it on the bench. Unless he comes out of this bye in, uh, this week. And uh, let's see, he's got the 49ers? I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of kind of weird, right? I was supposed to turn shit around up there on the other side. Yeah, he has not been productive, but he's been doing what they paid him to do, right? Making it harder to double-team Garrett, who's having a fine season so far. Great point. And when you start about the linebackers, that's still a shit show, but it's actually leveled out. At least their shit show numbers or with their shit show snaps. So there is a little bit of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say consistency, but I guess you can play him. It's bye week time. Exactly right. At least we know how much they're going to play and what, what order they're going to play in. So we know that. Let's move on to Houston and Schittsburg. You seen that on the dock. I put in Baja because you put Schittsburg. That's hilarious, brother. 
Man, I got a bone to pick with these fucking guys. I really do. So the, I told you about my uh, Fitzpatrick with the helmet to helmet hit costing me $200 on the five sack mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. bet two weeks ago. And then last yeah. week, four out of five teams hit in the parlay. Any any guess which team lost to a gimme team with a rookie quarterback? Oh, shit, man. No way. <laughs> yep. Oh, so yeah. tw- two, two weeks in a row, Pittsburgh man. has cost me money. <laughs> you need to stay the hell away from that, man. Hey, and Tom is just as in deep shit and all confused. That whole organization, they got, what, Terry Bradshaw cracking on them and everything else. And then they're sitting there talking about taking uh, uh, the linebackers and all this. Of course, the linebackers, the only thing I can think it's really broke. They're talking about changing, making all these big-ass changes, and Roberts is coming off this big game, and he didn't even play most of the damn snaps. He just had a really good game, and it's just going to make it even uglier. So, yeah, we got a mess in Pittsburgh. Let's let's get through it here. So, so Minka, 100%. Other safety still screwed up. Keanu Neal, 63%. KZ, 48%. So that's a mess. And then, like you just said, Holcomb, 89%. Alandon Roberts, 59%. Quan Alexander, 38% at linebacker. Quan basically got his snaps cut in half this week. That's weird. Uh, at pass rush, TJ Watt, 87%. Alex Highsmith, 89%. Ogunjobi, 65%, and obviously they're missing Cameron Hayward. So Pittsburgh's a little bit of a mess. Let's have a look at the Texans, who have their own issues, but have been dealing with them much better. So Denzel Perryman at linebacker was inactive this week. Uh, as we discussed last week, Henry 202020, I think that's how you pronounce that, was in for 95% of snaps, had a nice game. What is weird, though, is Christian Harris also played 90% of snaps, and Blake Cashman jumped way down to 20%. I think it's pretty clear, right? If it, if Perryman's out, you want Henry 202020 and just avoid the other two guys. Christian Harris still, you know, on paper sucks, and 202 is a little bit better, I think. So I'm probably, I'm laying my odds, man. I, I think two or two might be the one to stick. I could be completely wrong. I'm just avoiding both. Right, right. We'll see what happens. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know when we know. The, regardless, there's going to be a second inside linebacker here next to Perryman that will have value. We just got to determine who it is. But right now, 2020 uh, appears to be the winner. Uh, at safety, Petrie was back after missing a couple weeks with that uh, bruise in his lungs and coughing up blood. Played 95% of snaps his first week back, so we're looking good there. Uh, Jimmy Ward, 88%, got a little bit of rest because they kicked the shit out of the Steelers. At defensive line, Will Anderson, 61% of snaps. And Jonathan Greenard, 54%. Anything else on uh, the Texans here? I wonder how long Ward's going to last. But, hey, man, it might have been. It might just be the 49ers free safety. Ward looks like a good play this week. Yep, good, crafty veteran for you. And uh, if it's a closer game, you should play 100% of snaps. So you're looking good there. All right, let's move on to Rams and Colts. We'll start with the Rams side of things. At safety, Jordan Fuller, 100% of snaps. Russ Yeast, 98%. That's normal. At linebacker, Ernest Jones, 100% of snaps. That's normal. Christian Roseboom down a little bit to 55%. Still usable, though. On the defensive line, Michael Hoked, 95%. Byron Young, the rookie, 95%. That's a lot of snaps for a rookie. And Aaron Donald, 81%. 
Looking at the Indianapolis side of things, Zaire Franklin, 91% of snaps this week. He did miss a series or two. Uh, they thought he was injured, but he came back in. He's fine, and he's a monster. EJ Speed has now officially outsnapped Shaq Darius Leonard, 55% to 45%. So the end is near for Leonard. On the defensive line, Quiddy Pay, 63%. Samson Ebucam, 62%. DeForest Buckner, only 24%. That does not shock me. He was questionable all week and was doubtful to play, but, you know, played. So I, I think he just needs a little rest, and he'll be okay. Grover Stewart, 50%. Any thoughts on Rams or Colts? I like speed. I mean, speed's producing, and we just keep seeing him increase in snaps. So uh, I never thought I'd really, really suggest this. Drop Leonard, get speed. I'm with you, man, because even if, even if this thing does not end up being a full displacement, Leonard's going to get hurt again at some point, and Speed's going to have that position regardless. So, Door party! First wave, ineffective! We do not hold the beat, say again! We do not hold the beat! Get Speed, for sure. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Saints-Bucks. We'll start with the uh, Bucks side of things. At linebacker, we're looking good. Devin White, 100%. Levante David, 100%. At safety, Winfield Jr., 100%. That looks good. Ryan Neal was injured about 3% of snaps into this one. Christian Izian is the direct replacement if you need a waiver wire move that's dependent on Ryan Neal being inactive. At defensive line, Shaq Barrett, 66%. Vita Vea, 68%. That's normal. Over on the Saints, Mario Davis, 100% of snaps at linebacker. That's normal. Honey Badger, 100% of snaps at safety. That's normal. Pete Werner, 94% of snaps at linebacker. That's normal. Cameron Jordan, 86%. Carl Granderson, 79%. That's normal. Uh, Jonathan Abram in for Marcus May this week, the former Raider first-round pick. Any interest? Not long-term. I mean, I'll have to look at the matchups and see if he really had to slot in there. But I got a feeling it doesn't matter how many things Marcus May does. He's right back in this as soon as his suspension's over. So it's just kind of maybe a headache I might try to avoid. How about you? I mean – that name is not as appealing to me as no it's not an appealing name as someone that was a jonathan abrams shareholder when he was a raider it is not an appealing name trust me <laughs> one appealing name is the the rookie brian Brees, and i can't believe i'm saying this but the guy's actually getting a little bit of numbers we might want to start checking in on him on those deeper d gen leagues enough so that he made him a waiver wire because he's got a solid matchup this week i mean if you're throwing a dart good stuff there Let's move on to Eagles and Commanders. We'll start with the Washington side of things. Cody Barton Barton, 100% of snaps at inside linebacker. That's normal. Jamin Davis up to 80%. That's good for him. That's positive. Uh, at safety, Cameron Curl, 100%. Derek Forrest, 100%. Massive game for Cameron Curl. At defensive line, Deron Payne, 94%. That looks good. That's normal. Jonathan Allen, 80%. That's normal. Young, Chase Young, 89% of snaps. That's more than Sweat's 82%. That's a little surprising, but it, it's good. Good news for him. I don't know if it came out on the in the box score, did it? I have plenty of Montez Sweat. I have zero Chase Young, so I couldn't tell you. Right. That's why I'm looking him up right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. But I guess where I've seen a little bit there. Let's see. Oh, no. He had a nice game against the Eagles, actually. I mean, he had a sack. Two tackles, a tackle for loss, and assist. Now I'm going to point out that we need a lot more than that for first overall pick. All right, he's got to do it for more than 
what is it, two, three games here, he's been putting up numbers. But yeah, he's on his way, so we're looking good there. Uh, over on the Philly side of things, so Blankenship back in the lineup, 100% of snaps at safety, that looks good. Justin Evans inactive this week from the injury he sustained the week prior. 100% of snaps to Terrell Edmonds as the direct safety replacement. We've now seen that for both safeties. If Blankenship's out, it's Terrell Edmonds. If Justin Evans is out, it's Terrell Edmonds. So Terrell Edmonds is a pretty decent waiver wire safety that will get value if either safety's out. At linebacker, Nicholas Morrow, 99% of snaps. Zach Cunningham, 85%. That's normal in the post nicobe Dean world. On the defensive line, Fletcher Cox, 74% of snaps. Hassan Reddick and uh, the other Sweat, 67% of snaps each. Jalen Carter, 46%. Jordan Davis, 37%. Graham and Barnett, both under 40%. Any thoughts on the Eagles? Real quick, don't get too excited about Hassan Reddick and his sack and his other, I think, assist, maybe a solo or something. Don't get too excited about that. The commanders are number one in allowing any kind of production off the edge. Everybody gets a sack. Everybody enjoys something. So it's not that going to be that easy for him this next week. And this is the first game he's recorded stats. It's kind of ironic, and it's, I want to say it's like a coincidence Nicobe Dean is also eligible to come back around week six, which would be when Devin Lloyd will come back in and we'll see if he gets to get his job back from Muma. Cause I kind of have to, you have to have that in the back of your mind, the way that Lloyd ended his year last year with the Jaguars giving up those snaps to Muma. But then we got Nicobe Dean coming back in week six and Morrow just had a beast of a game and his grades aren't bad at all. So who's ass out? Realistically, who is going to be ass out when this all comes down? Is it going to be Morrow Cunningham or is it going to be Dean? What kind of messed up crap rotation are we going to see? Who knows? It's like I I got to look at my best ball leagues and see Morrow light up. And I'm like, oh, shit. But at least it's a best ball. So it's not like I got to deal with it. Yeah, true. We do have shenanigans incoming for uh, for Jacksonville and for Philly when their linebackers are healthy again. But we'll, we'll help you figure that out when that happens. All right, moving on to Bengals and Titans. Let's start with the Cincy side of things. Logan Wilson, 100% of snaps at linebacker. Normal. Jermaine Pratt, 94%. Normal, also more than usual, so that's good. Uh, on the defensive line, B.J. Hill, 98%. Oh, sorry, it's, it's safety. Dax Hill. 98% of snaps. I was going to say, that's a shitload for a defensive tackle. Uh, Nick uh, Scott. Yeah, Nick Scott. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'd be tired. He'd be tired. He's a big fat oh, guy. Yeah. He'd be tired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, on defensive line, Hubbard, 70% of snaps. Trey Hendrickson, 61%. DJ Reader, 53%. BJ Hill, 62%. Looking at the Titans, Imani Hooker, 100% of snaps at safety. Kevin Biard, 100% of snaps at safety. That's normal. At linebacker, Aziz Alshair, 100% of snaps. Another big game. Seems like a long time ago where people were worried about him. Uh, Jack Gibbons, 77% at other linebacker. Looking pretty good. Danico Autry, season high, 72% of snaps this week, and he's been pretty productive. So the playing time's catching up as well. That's a good thing. Harold Landry, 64% of snaps. Jeffrey Simmons, 87% of snaps. And Jeffrey Simmons lined up in an offensive package as a fullback slash halfback on the goal line, and they faked the ball like they were going to hand to him for a big fat guy short yardage touchdown. And that tells me, Gary, that there's a version of that play where 
Jeffrey Simmons could run in a one yard touchdown. That's something that could happen this year. How sweet would that be, man? Have a defensive <laughs> guy have a defensive game and then turn around and add a damn touchdown in a couple yards. Then. And yeah. I never thought I'd say this. Tennessee looks stable and decent right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It, it, at least defensively, they look good to go. Everything is normal here. All right. Let's move it on to Chargers, Raiders. We'll start with the Raiders side of things. Uh, Robert Spillane at linebacker, 100% of snaps. Divine Diablo down to 71% at other inside linebacker. At safety, uh, Trevon Mulrig and Marcus Epps, both 100% of snaps. Max with 15 X's, Crosby, 100% of snaps. That's absolutely insane. Chandler Jones was uh, arrested earlier this week and is having some mental health issues. So Tyree Wilson appears to be the other pass rush option at 45% of snaps this week. Not doing much with them. Anything on the Raiders that piqued your interest? Best thoughts for Chandler Jones. You know, that guys took some serious hits over the years. I, I, I can understand why there might be something going on. So best wishes there. Yep, agreed completely. He's been an IDP stud for over a decade. You know, we love the guy. Wish him well. All right, moving on to Chargers. So both Alohi Gilman and Derwin James were inactive this week. So we got Dean Marlowe, who you, you I know you remember, Gary, and then Raheem Lane. <laughs> yeah, the, our old uh, Detroit buddy, right? Yeah, Marlowe's been around. Yep, so both those guys played 100% of snaps. I couldn't tell you which one replaced which. But check the death chart. That's the best I can tell you. At linebacker, Kenneth Murray, 100% of snaps. Eric Hendricks, only 68%, but that it was clear they were easing him back in after the injury. Uh, at defensive line, Khalil Mack, 86% of snaps and six sacks in one game, which is absolutely insane. After the season of nothing. Right, right. He, put, he did it all in one game. Joey Bosa inactive with injury. That is uh, nothing new here in IDP land. So Tui Puluatu got 86% of snaps at the other defensive end. Any thoughts on the Chargers? I'm not even going to pronounce that guy's name there. You just said at the end, but since you brought him up to us a couple, two, three weeks ago, I believe it was. And I really do believe that he's going to be um, a great dynasty, maybe even a deep redraft at this point if Bosa keeps going. And then every time he comes back in, I don't even think he's playing full snaps. So that was a great catch. Yeah, I think it's a good option, right? Because, uh, you know, even when Bosa plays, he doesn't really play. So this this guy will get some time. Yep, I have to agree. Let's move on to Patriots-Cowboys. We'll start with the Patriots side of things. Gerbil Peppers, 100% of snaps. Kyle Duggar, 90%. We got to remember this is a blowout as well, so these are going to look a little weird. Juwan Bentley, 90%. Uh, Jelani Tavai, 66%. Matt Judon, 59%, injured and is out indefinitely seeking a second medical opinion. Not good. We're going to be losing him for a while. Christian Gonzalez also out indefinitely seeking a second medical opinion, so not good for them. Uh, over on the Cowboys, uh, this is going to look weird because they blew him out. Leighton Vanderesh, 100% of snaps. Jaron Curse, 100% of snaps. Malik Hooker, 95% of snaps. Parsons, 80%. Donovan Wilson, 56% coming off, uh, coming back from the injury. D-Law and then everyone else on that defensive line, 45% of snaps and south from there because the game was over. Jude on's out. Are we going to get to see some ooch? We got it, right? Right. 
Wise had a nice game too. He might got a little bit of boost out of that. So we might be, you know, seeing a couple deeper waiver wire guys out there that you might have some options here real soon. Yeah, so Wise uh, was at 61. Barmore got a little bump up to 61 as well, and I think that's a good call, man. Uche put up double-digit sacks for them last year on anything but ideal playing time. He should get good playing time after this shootout injury, so that's a good move. Welcome back to another week of the Dirty OIDP Throwdown. I'm your host, Axton Harding, or at Harding underscore three on Twitter or X. And with me is my co-host, as usual, Jake Colhagen, or at Late Round DB on Twitter or X, however you prefer. We're here to give you our week five picks for the Dirty OIDP Throwdown. So I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to Jake and let him fire it up. All right. We're starting at the defensive interior uh, per the usual. I got Dexter Lawrence uh, for the New York Giants. Um, no data yet as the game's being played right now as we're recording this. But even before that, 13 pressures through three weeks and no sacks. Um, we'd normally expect about two sacks through that uh, at normal rates of what we see for pressures to sack. And, you know, with that said, I think that Miami showed some signs of weakness against the tough Bills defense and kind of what the Giants will need to replicate to be successful there. And a large part of that's going to come from that interior pressure. So I think Lawrence nabs his first sack of the season and finds a way to throw uh, two total tackles up there as well. From the edge, we got Montez Sweat in favorable matchups in week one and two this season, one and a half sacks each. Weeks three and four, um, less favorable things, zero sacks, but still three quarterbacks hits. With that said, he's got a really good matchup here in week five against the Bears. I think this is something where we can see same thing from him, notching at least one sack and two plus total tackles. Chad Muma at the linebacker spot getting the roll with Devin Lloyd's injury. He's looking to get the start again uh, as Lloyd did not travel with the team to London and they're staying overseas for another international game. Uh, so seven total tackles and two pass defense in his first start. I think we can see a lot of the same from him here in week five against the Buffalo Bills. And that said, I think at least seven total tackles and maybe a little extra on top. Uh, and lastly, we got defensive back Jesse Bates, the third, averaging six tackles and almost a full pick already through the first four games of the, the season. I think this is where Stroud sees his first pick come into play potentially. And Bates, showing that he is the, the leader of the back end of that defense, continues delivering uh, with a solid tackle floor of six plus. Sweet, sweet. Right on. Some hot picks there. I'm going to fire it up with the offense here at quarterback. I'm going with Matt Stafford against the Philadelphia Eagles. Through four weeks, they've allowed three quarterbacks to go over 300 yards and have multiple scores. The only exception being Baker Mayfield in week three didn't do as well. So I think Matt Stafford getting Cooper Cup back this week and the success he's had with uh, Puka Nakua could really lead to an easy point. Uh, we're just trying to beat 300 and seven yards, a little bit a little bit high on the passing yard total there. But he's averaging less than a touchdown a game, so I think with a couple of quick touchdowns to Nakua and Cup, I think that would be a pretty doable point there for us. So at running back, we're going with Josh Jacobs. He's one of these superstar running backs who really hasn't had a hot start. He did this, uh, this recent week in week four. He had his most successful game of the year, but I think we're still looking at an average of about 40 yards on the ground and uh, clearly less than a touchdown. So if we can just get 50 yards and a touchdown, I think we got a pretty quick point for us against the uh, Green Bay Packers here who have been uh, bottom two against the running back so far this season. For wide receiver, I'm going with Michael Pittman. He's He's been pretty serviceable fantasy-wise up until this point in the season. I think in week four, he kind of stepped back and wasn't wasn't as successful. There were some Anthony Richardson injury 
uh, concerns there, but I think uh, going into week five against Tennessee, who's been bottom five against the wide receiver position, this could be a good opportunity for Anthony Richardson to heal up and, and get back to throwing those darts to his star wide receiver. He's just averaging about 61 yards a game and less than a touchdown. So if we can beat that 61 yards and even get in the end zone, there's a point for us right there. For a tight end, to wrap it up, I'm going to Zach Ertz against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals have been kind of all sorts of messed up so far this season. They've had decent games, and then they've also just kind of let offenses and defenses alike just kind of have their way with them. So I think uh, being a bottom six defense against the tight end through four weeks this year, I think Zach Ertz gets back on track after coming back from his injury, and we can just beat, I think it's like a 30, 20-yard average here, and even find the end zone, we got a point there. So that's all we got for you guys. There's our week five picks for the Dirty O IDP Throwdown. All right, moving on to Cardinals and 49ers. We'll start on the Arizona side of things uh, at safety slash slack corner. Jalen Thompson, 100% of snaps. At safety, Kevon Wallace, 100% of snaps. Uh, at Inside linebacker, Kazir White, 100% of snaps. That's all normal. That all looks good. Zavin Collins at 51% of snaps, still useless. Uh, Dennis Gardeck down to 36%. That could be an injury. We'll check that in a second. So no Josh Woods due to injury. No Chris Barnes due to injury. We got Ezekiel Turner as an inside linebacker this week with 69% of snaps. That is not something you probably want to follow up on because it's inception levels of complex to actually get him to play. We would need to be missing Josh Woods and Chris Barnes, and then maybe he gets some snaps, so I would not follow up on that. Over on the San Francisco side of things, these guys all got to rest because they blew away Arizona. Fred Warner, 85%. Dre Greenlaw, 82%. Greenlaw was dinged up again, so monitor his health this week. At safety, Hafunga, 82%. Deshaun Gibson, 82%. At defensive line, Nick Bosa, 68%. Drake Jackson, 58% of snaps. Javon Hargrave, 56%. Pretty much normal on the San Fran side of things. Gary, you got any thoughts on the Ezekiel Turner thing? I, I don't I don't think I want any of that. Too many things need to happen before that guy has value. Ezekiel Turner. Man, I didn't even know that dude was on the depth chart. Yeah, yeah, good call there. Yeah, and Gardak is okay. It looks like it was just a game script thing, and they, they got blown away, so we got to rest a little bit, so he's fine. Didn't he still produce, man? I, I lied. I, I think that dude actually got him a sack anyways. Let me look at that real quick. You're right. On uh, whatever it was here, 36% of snaps, four combined tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss. That's a hell of a production for one-third of the snaps. I can't believe I can say Gardak, Cooper, and Bonate, Bonato. And I know I'm probably missing another one. There's actually like been like three to four deep breakouts out of nowhere nobody knew who these dudes were yep so just some food for thought there but yeah we're, we're looking fairly good we're just waiting on uh some clarity on the second inside linebacker for the cardinals and beyond that we're looking good for that matchup i want to be clear too i didn't fucking know i just happened to catch it in the waiver wire man putting my waiver wire bids in a little bit earlier than i have released the info <gasps> do i do that i never would do that would i right <laughs> 
Let's move on to Chiefs and Jets. This was the Sunday night game last week. We'll start with the Chiefs. So Nick Bolton was inactive, so we got Drew Tranquil for 100% of snaps. We've seen that. We know that's the order of operations. Willie Gay, 76% of snaps at other inside linebacker. Leo Chanel as a third inside linebacker saw 41% of snaps. Uh, and then Mike Edwards saw 44% of snaps as a third safety. So it was clear they were trying to move things around to cover up for Bolton that being there this week. Uh, on the defensive line, Karloftis, 86%. Mike Dana, 85%. Chris Jones, 75%. At safety, Justin Reed, 100%. Brian Cook, 83%. For the Jets, model of stability. C.J. Mosley, 100% of snaps, linebacker. Quincy Williams, 96% of snaps, inside linebacker. Adrian Amos, 97% of snaps, safety. Jordan Whitehead, 100% of snaps, safety. Quinnen Williams, 66% defensive tackle. John Franklin Myers, 57% pass rush. And Jermaine Johnson, 49% pass rush. Any thoughts on the Chiefs or Jets here? Not really on the Chiefs. There's not much you can say about that. Uh, Justin Reed, um, I don't know. He, he might have. I'm not a big fan. I don't know. I don't trust that whatsoever. Every time I did or when I tried to just a couple of weeks ago, that would be the one time this year that he did not record anything. So maybe I shouldn't just mention that he's got a good matchup this week. But I'm looking up to make sure when Tony Adams might be coming back because I'd still be pretty nervous. You guys need to remember that Tony Adams was the original starter and he's been out for a little bit. He could be back anytime. Yep. Keep an eye on that. Cause that'll absolutely displace, uh, not whitehead. The other guy. Amos. Yep. Right. All right. And that is all of last week's games, except for Seahawks and giants, which is in progress as we speak. And at uh, the time of recording, the only issue was Jamal Adams came in for a cup of coffee, immediately got injured and is already out of the game. And I'm not making that up. That actually happened, which I am not surprised at all. That made that easy. <laughs> all that talk, all that shit. We just been to go through for four freaking weeks. It probably just, Oh, down in a Hail Mary. I'll tell you what, I'm going to let you close this out. But before I go, I just want to remind everybody it's October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And we'll do it again next week, same time, same place. Good luck this week, everyone. And we'll catch you next week and uh, get you all caught up with the week's worth of IDP info. Have a good week, everyone. Thank you.